Jenner. Outlets. Cross ice. Drop pass from Felino. Dancing in is Texier. Fights off the check. Score! David Savard! How about that? And now a breakaway. Felino roars in. He scores! Nick Felino. Columbus's captain comes through. 10.45 left in the second period. The Blue Jackets on the scoreboard. A shot blocked by Umberger who fell in front of it. The Blue Jackets get it up the center ice. There's Umberger getting rid of it. Down it goes. The shot scores. What's up, little boomers? Welcome into episode 169. Hey. It's been 100 episodes. Since episode well, 69. Since episode my birthday episode. 69. At high, or we were at North High for yep, that yep. celebration. Were we? My, my yeah, birthday. remember when little boomer brought the 69 mm-hmm. balloons? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Holy uh, shit. Is that the first time we met him? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> That's been 100 episodes. Was that little boomer that brought those? Yeah. yeah. That's been 100 he episodes ago. He said he spent a lot of money episodes. on those. Yeah, he spent like $80 on two balloons. He asked me to go to the game with him tonight, and I turned him down because I'm here instead. We're doing the podcast He didn't tonight. ask me, and I'm not surprised. Oh, little boomer. Reach out to Warren. I reached out. You? I reached out to yeah, you the other day. and I said? No. No, thank you. Exactly. So I now, appreciate it. Now, for two months now, I'm not going to invite you to anything. Oh, yeah? Why couldn't I go? I don't know, because you were just with your woman doing things like I you do every to, other day. I go to Chicago. Oh, that's right. You're in Chicago. Whatever. Chicago sucks. Oh, man. You know what else sucks? What? The this, Blue Jackets? This Everything that's happened over the last two days. Yeah. I, think I mean, great. it does, for sure. But I, you know what? I see I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Let me tell before, you. before we get into like what the positives of this, Okay. in memoriam... Yes. David Savard. No, we're going to talk we about R.I.P. No, we did the intro I, there. Listen, I got the show flow. You ready? Can you, you shut ready? up? Yeah. Two minutes? I should have sent you the I should have sent you the show flow so you know what order we're going in. Two minutes for, <laughs> for being stupid. You're in the box, Kyle. Uh, yeah, Two so obviously uh, a lot's gone down here lately with the Blue Jackets. And, uh, you know, it is what it is at this point, right? It is what it is. You mm-hmm. just, we just got you got to accept it. As, I got let, I got let out of the box early. You're out of the box early. Um, for good behavior. <laughs> yeah. So we might as well get into it. This is our this is our trade deadline special. We're not gonna beat around the bush. We're not gonna. Hey, know. maybe if you show if you, if you send the show flow to us before the show, then we would know what the fuck we're gonna talk about. You know, sometimes I do it, but sometimes I forget. But a lot of times, you guys, you you show up. You're like, oh yeah, I didn't read it. So that's not true at all. No, it's very. I true. scroll through it while we're talking. Well, okay. Well, Okay, next time I'll send it to you. Thank then. you. I appreciate Sorry, that. My apologies. You could just send it to me now. Uh, it's a lot of work. All right. But so, yeah, let's go ahead and get rolling. So, uh, trade deadline special. Breaking news. Breaking news. This just in. Riley Nash has been traded. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? When did that happen? What? Surely that's what? it. <laughs> no. And stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, we'll start with Riley Nash, you know. Uh, so, yeah, Riley Nash, he's the first to go. Uh, from the Blue Jackets, uh, he heads off to Toronto for a tw- oh, shit. 22 yeah. seventh him round. And, him and Nikki, him and Daddy Fliggs. They're gonna be wait, 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 w
Has Nick Foligno been traded? Foligno? It's just a rumor. It's a rumor for okay. now. Rumor okay. for right now. So uh, just Riley. There's there's some in news about still coming seven in. Seven minutes. We'll talk yep. about. There's some news coming in. We're gonna yeah. we might have to some, some things to break here. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so yeah, Riley Nash first first Jack is oh. to fall. Uh, he goes to Toronto for a 22-2022 seventh round conditional. Twenty second round pick. <laughs> it's a twenty second round pick. <laughs> uh, but well it be. could be it could be a sixth round pick. If he plays twenty five percent of the playoff games with Toronto, so which is not happening because they're putting him on LTIR. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. It's not happening. He's well, seventh round pick. Nah, he'll he'll be ready to go for the playoffs. LTIR. He'll be ready to go for the playoffs. That's not how that works. If you get put on out, there's fifteen games left. He's going. What's on the LTIR. point of acquiring Riley Nash for that purpose? To create more cap space. Have you been paying attention? I have been a little. They bit. They literally just. Did they gave away a seventh round pick for him so they could open up more cap space? All right, well that's probably he's not going to play. Room. He's not going to yeah. see the ice for those guys. All right, that's fine. How much money honestly, were they paying that seventh round draft pick? <laughs> what? How much money were they paying that seventh round draft? Zero dollars <laughs> compared to the Riley Nash. They they opened up his. Seems whole like they spent money. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with you. <laughs> I'm just not. Let's be real. <laughs> Call me sixth crazy. round, seventh round, who gives a fuck, right? It yeah. doesn't matter. It's going to be or a seventh round. round. Yeah, it does not matter. I mean, David Savard was a fourth round pick. He was, but sixth round, seventh round. We little, we gave away Riley Nash for nothing, whatever. Panarin he was wa- undrafted. Yeah. But, okay. It was? But that's not even close to Riley Nash. <laughs> the same. What, all right, cool. All right. So, anyways, Riley Nash is gone. Thank you, Riley Nash, for your services. We much appreciate you being a Blue Jacket. Are you playing a game on your uh, phone right now? True I'm professional. Living, did his job. Night in, night out. You love to see it. Yeah, all the, all the cliches. Yeah, all the cliches. But it, he was. You know, but he was, really, what I want to talk a about piece of shit like Pierre Luc Dubois. He, is did, that he did his. Prof- he was a professional. Did his thing. That jawline, unreal. Yeah. That dude had a fucking arrowhead as a chin. He did Nash. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. He's cute. It was like a it was like a it was like a line that was yeah. drawn on his chin. I'll never never forget the time where uh, we went to the celebrity no, it was actually like a private event at High Bank with all the Blue Jacks players. Me and Warren went. You just didn't show up, Kyle. You were invited, didn't didn't show up. And Riley Nash was like the last person, the last player there, and he just wouldn't leave. Like he was behind the bar still making drinks and like <laughs> all the players great. had already left. And <laughs> I'm pretty he's sure they're like, fun. dude, you can go home now. He's like, no, I'm good. To my he just, family? <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> he just kept making drinks. He's a nice guy, Riley Nash. He's cool. So, he's cool as hell. Um, you hate to see it, but, you know, it is what it is for Riley. I'm happy with what I'm His happy contract was coming to an end. What are you going to do? Yeah, when he got injured, we, we said it here that that's probably the last time we're ever going to see him yeah. in a union blue sweater. And we were not wrong, but that was pretty obvious if you pay attention to this team at all. Very, Which, very, hey, I'm very learning true. that a lot of the people that call themselves fans of this team yes. don't actually pay attention to the team. They just kind of see like the scores of games, yeah, and that's how they base their opinions. For sure, I don't either. So that's fair. That's how. Well, yeah, you're no, just here for some sense. reason. I'm just here so I don't get fined. You're yeah. just here so we can use your apartment. <laughs> yeah, you're right yeah. in between both of us. You really are. Literally, Hilliard, Dublin, New Albany. Dublin middle. Literally had fits. <laughs> it works. Currently in between you guys, and I live between you guys. Yes. Oh. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, okay. uh, so next Blue Jacket to uh, 
head on out of here is David Savard. Wait, what? And what? Breaking news oh, right now. Trade, <laughs> trade deadline special. Make like a fetus and head out. Head on out, make baby. Like a, make like a tree and leave. I don't have any metaphors. Make, make like a. I would have known. Make like a tree and fuck off. Oh, that's my favorite one. Make Get like this, Jack. Make make like this whiskey down my throat and and go into my slide body. Slide on out. Slide go in. Slide body. on in. Oh. To my, slide my, on in to, to my throat hole. Tampa. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't Tampa. like the way you said. <laughs> oh gosh. Hi, right. Anyways, David Savard is off to Tampa Bay. He's already there. Uh, we saw a video today of him on, in a Tampa Bay sweater out I, on the ice in practice. I hated it. You hate to see it, but at the same time, David Savard does bring in a first-round draft pick. Yeah. So that's going to be a late first-rounder. I'd be interested to see what Yarmo does with that. Um, I don't – it just depends. I mean, this this year is so weird because – a lot of the amateur leagues didn't even play this yeah. year. Uh, so it's, it's really hard. Draft. It's going to be a lot. From what I'm hearing, it's going to be a lot of college players because the, the NCAA did play this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a lot of NCAA players that are going to get picked up more than usual because we actually got to see them play. Mm-hmm. With all the amateur leagues, it's, it's going to be really tough on these scouts and GMs because – these guys have kind of just been sitting around for a year. Yeah. No, I mean you're 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 not wrong there. That is definitely So how much are these first round picks actually to worth? The draft? Yeah. So the, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's yeah. I just, once again I probably should send you the same. Yeah, you, you need to chill. Phone. I just don't found out Savard's uh, gone. <laughs> and Nash? Uh but oh, so, so part of the Savard trade, obviously a first round in twenty twenty one and also a third rounder in twenty twenty two, is that correct? That sounds so. right for Savard. Third or fourth, yeah. Um, but let's talk about Savard. Let's just talk about his time with the Blue Jackets. He had 597 games played as a Blue Jacket. So close. So close to that 600 <laughs> mark. So close, man. Uh, 41 goals, 125 assists, 166 career points with CBJ. All with the CBJ. You know what is, sucks the most about this trade is that he's going to go to Tampa, play three games, and they're going to do a whole fucking tribute down there for him <laughs> for a 600th game. Probably. <laughs> they don't deserve that <laughs> shit. With two yeah. games, three yeah, games. Like three yeah, games. They're going to be like, oh, thank you so much, David Savard, for 600. Like, fuck you, Tampa. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. I think it'll just be a little, 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 You're lucky we sucked this year, you fucking thing. assholes. <laughs> or else Savard never would have left. Yeah, yeah. Well, see. he didn't have the choice. He's traded. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, he never okay. would have been traded never. if we didn't suck oh, this gotcha. year. That's okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but no. In, in all make... seriousness, no. Like in all seriousness, I it sucks. Like David Savard, he's been around this franchise for many, many years. Yeah. Now. Fuck as long as yeah. I get. It's been 11 years, man. Yeah. Seriously. He got drafted in 2009. Yeah. Are we gonna make shirts that say we were supposed to be good this year? We weren't supposed <laughs> to <Did> suck. We, <laughs> we should make we, this. We weren't supposed to suck. We weren't supposed to suck this year. Okay, we did. Oh man, but uh, no, it's tough to see him go. I'm gonna miss the beard. Like he was mm. just a staple defensively with his team for so long. He was a guy that you could just rely on night in, night out. Safe to say. I mean, he's not gonna get his number hung in the rafters or anything like that. No, and I don't think he did. He should do get it. his beard. They should shave his beard up and hang that. They should scalp yeah. him and put it in the, just in the Raptors. Weird. No, it's not weird. I think it's completely normal. But I think it's cute. CBJ legend, safe to say. At least maybe put his beard in like a glass case. Maybe one of the best <laughs> blue jackets to ever put on that uniform. 
one of the best defense. One of the best. One of, like, one of the oh, best defensemen that has a great beard. One of the on best there. overall Blue Jackets and 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 what it means to be a Blue Jacket and what just an awesome person and just a leader, a staple of a team. David Savard, CBJ legend. Yeah, he will it's, be missed. Yeah, I mean, he literally like one what, of the best well, Blue Jackets saying, I think he, ever. He started overall. his career. As a Blue Jacket, as a Springfield Falcon, we're getting yeah. to that point like before with before guys. we were this before we were the Cleveland Monsters. Cam, yeah. Cam's that way. He played with Springfield. Yeah. Ollie's that way. Yeah. Warinsky's that way. We're getting that. We're we're starting to become that team that's home growing some guys and and getting some good players out of it. Yeah. So R.I.P. Davis Savard. Uh, good luck in Tampa Bay. <sighs> However, if you whatever team you sign with next, I do hope we beat you. Um, R.I.P.I.P. That's all I say. And I, I don't. I just want to address the people out there that are saying, "Oh, he, Cora, relax." The people out. Sorry, she just she heard the geese. She wants to go kill them. I hate them too. (laughs) She hates Canadian geese, Um, as you should. We all hate Canadians, anyways. Yes. uh, The people that are saying that he may resign here in the off season, that's not going to happen. Yeah. There is like a two percent chance that that happens. It's. I'm glad we got to enjoy his time here, but he's not coming back. It's like a it's like a breakup. You may want them back, but they don't want you back. My favorite memory That's from David, I guess. My, for me at least. <laughs> my favorite memory from uh, David Savard is not on the ice. It's off the ice. When I saw him try to parallel park in the short north in a minivan. <laughs> the, I'm like, what? That's David Savard. That's funny. <laughs> And like his whole family just jumps yeah. out of the car. Yeah. Like no, the literally mini- the whole family was in yeah. the minivan. His, two, his wife and two kids yeah. just jump out of that minivan. <laughs> just like what are you? And doing? you know what's funny is like and it was sh- right after uh, it was right after like an ice house practice open to the public thing, and it was just hilarious. And and then he gets out. What well, goes under? Nobody knows who the hell he is. No, nah, no, not one. person. Nobody like, except no. for like people that actually pay attention to the team. Yeah, which is nobody <laughs> in Columbus really. Yeah, I mean it's that's hilarious. That like, was my favorite. He just went all over that city in that. It minivan. was like a silver like Chrysler minivan. <laughs> You'd love to see it. Oh yeah, you probably paid it <laughs> off like on the spot. I was just I was pulling out of a parking garage and like right in front of me he was parallel parking and I'm like, what on earth? That is Davis of Did you say hi to him? He was still driving it. Like oh. he was still backing you it. Out. I, I was it. pulling out of the. I'm not a stalker. <laughs> I just fucking. I just laughed and drove on. Um. Anyways, Davis Savard, we appreciate everything you did in Columbus. You are. Uh, Will forever be a defensive legend here in this city, and we appreciate your services. CBJ yep. legend, overall. absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Now we get to the. To oh the wait a minute! Hold on a second. All right, go. Now, I'm seeing yeah. something here. This breaking is, news. This is breaking news. <laughs> our artillery, <laughs> your artillery trade deadline There's special. There's more. No. All right, so uh, I'm okay. seeing here that small. Uh, from some sources that I'm getting. Uh, Nick Felino has been traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs yes. for a first and fourth round pick. This is brand new information. I've never heard of this information, but this is this brand is new. This is just coming in. Yeah. Oh, God. Nick Felino going to Toronto for a, for 20, a first and 21 fourth. first round pick and a 2022 fourth round Warren, pick. your thoughts? F me. <laughs> Great thoughts. Great thoughts. <laughs> Uh, now this one definitely hits different. I, I tweeted that from my personal Twitter account. Like, listen, Nick Bellino, man, he's he is a uh, he is he's Mister Blue Jacket. He's Mister Blue Jacket. Like of all time, in the I, twenty years that this franchise yeah. has been in, in existence, 
He is Mr. Blue Jacket. He's more important to the organization than Rickley, right? Rick Nash. Absolutely. Rick. <laughs> no, Who? <it's> Rickley. Rickley? <laughs> <laughs> is he friends with Ryan Murphy? Yes. And Sergio, <laughs> Sergio Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. <laughs> Sergio Bobrovsky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this one definitely hit different. Like when I when I saw the actual tweets come through of, of this tweet of this trade happening, um, I I kind of low key got a little choked up. Yeah, like I me, I'm like, not. Yeah, I yeah. was watching. I I cried a little. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna like I it 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 shook me for about thirty minutes. It feels like a death. Yeah, kinda. Fox Sports Ohio Fox Sports Go is still showing the games. Guess so. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, sorry, to, to, sorry, I just went completely off there. But yeah, but, Nick Polino, man. So he was one game away from six hundred. He has yeah. a, he's at five hundred and ninety nine career games played so, with the Blue Jackets. <laughs> so Toronto is going to um, have a whole trivia video, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he had a five hundred and ninety nine games played with the Blue Jackets. One hundred and forty two goals, three hundred and thirty four points. If you think about it, like people give Nick Foligno a lot of shit for not like putting up actual numbers, like in terms of goals and assists. 334 points in nearly 600 games. That's not too shabby. What's that stat you had? Not too huh? shabby at all. Uh, since like 2017, Oh, yeah, 2017-2018 season. season. Since then, uh, which was Taylor Hall's MVP year, 2017-18, uh, Nick Foligno has 34 goals. I think Hall has like 27, something right. like that. Nick Foligno yeah. has more goals in the last four years than Taylor Hall. Thus proving your point. What you tweeted on Twitter earlier that, that Nick, Nick Foligno is a better hockey player than Taylor Hall overall, and he absolutely is. And yeah. I'll argue anybody to to my deathbed yeah. on that that Nick Foligno is a better overall hockey player on the ice than Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall can kick rocks. Yeah. Okay, that's and he, fine. And he did to Boston. Um, he just he sold out basically. He did. Which is anyways, fine. we're not Whatever. talking about Taylor Hall. We're talking we're about Nick Foligno. Nick Foligno. We gotta get back on Nick Foligno here, but uh, I, you know what's kind of bothering me about this, all of this though. Like I understand people are emotional, and that's what it's like. That's what it is to be a fan. That's what being sure. a fan's all about is being emotional. You fall in love with these guys. You fall in love with the team, and they're like family members too. They don't have any idea who the fuck we are, but they're like family members in our own minds because these are the guys we go out there, we pay attention to, we get into their lives, we watch them on the ice, all this stuff, and then they they just leave because it's a business and it it's hurts. A business. It, it does legitimately hurt. hurts. Yeah. It feels like a breakup. But people are treating it like it's a death. They're like writing obituaries for this guy. And it, I mean, I get it. Like you're kind of throwing out your memory, your fond memories of him and all that. But he's just got, like, he's literally only moving like four hours away. He's just going to Toronto. <laughs> but yeah, but he's not on our team anymore. That's Five hours thing, away. Man. Like he's, he's literally, he's been a staple in Columbus for so many years. He's, he will go down as the best captain in franchise history. Like this is, and this, that's coming from me as a blue, as a Rick Nash fan. Yeah, I, but Rick I, Nash I wasn't a good captain. He wasn't a good captain. He was a good player. And he scored yes. a lot of goals and he had the C on his chest. But Nick Foligno overall as a, as, a as a community ambassador, as a leader on and off the ice, I mean, he donated over a million dollars to Nationwide Children's Hospital just as an example of, of, of off ice as, as to what he's done. And don't even like, get me started about the amount of money that he raised for uh, the CBJ Foundation that absolutely. wasn't, that he didn't donate himself, but would go to all these events, raise the money himself, and it all went to the CBJ Foundation. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars, Dude, this guy. His, his off ice accolades are just it's as unbelievable. impressive as his on ice accolades. What, just an absolute phenomenal human yeah. being, and he will overall. he will forever go down in my eyes to this point in this franchise as the greatest captain we've ever seen. And I mean, just the social media reaction alone from fans. I have not seen one negative word about Nick Foligno on Twitter or social media. Everybody to me is just like 
they're 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 in a state of like damn this guy's gone and like everybody's sharing their fondest memories of Nick Foligno and everything he's done for this team and all the I mean how many times have I seen that 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 game four game winning goal against Pittsburgh in the playoffs like I I've I've seen that on so many Twitter feeds like everybody is just sharing their their greatest memories of Nick Foligno because it's well deserved he he is a Columbus staple in my opinion that number 71 number Put it up in the damn rafters. Oh, immediately after retirement, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. To the rafters. Oh, yeah. You think really? It's not? Absolutely. You think it's not? If he here's the thing, if he comes back after in this off season, which let me let me just start from square one here. All right, if he comes back after we just fucking took a first and fourth round pick from Toronto, which he will for him, and he only spends. And he only and he only spends like half a season, not even half a season up there, and then comes right he back. He has to go through like the whole protocol. How long is that going to be? That's going to be the off season, though. That's not going to be a big deal. Well, I know to go up I mean, there. Like, I think like, he, if he's going to play this up. season, yeah. No, if he's they're going to see him towards seven, the beginning it, of the playoffs. It's a seven day. It's a seven yeah. day like quarantine. <laughs> Man, um, but I think first of all, I don't think he may or may not get the captain. He may or may not get the C back when, if he, if and when he comes back. No. But also, then yes, he was gonna. He, then he'll like he solidified that he's gonna retire here. Then hang his number. If he doesn't come back and decides to go to Minnesota, which I can, I think it's it's gonna be between us and Minnesota in the off season. That's what I see. Then well. I don't know because yeah, he spent nine years here, but he chased the cup. You know what I mean? Like that's so I and that I completely understand why he wants to go chase a cup. I get it. I completely get it. That's the whole goal for every player when they come into the league is Stanley Cup. That's what you want. That's the whole goal of every I part. I don't understand your your thoughts. But on he what, what, uh, explain to me chasing the cup like he was he's traded. Chased, he chose? he was traded yes, out. But of he was he was traded, but it was because he wanted to be traded. That was the whole thing with Yarmo. It wasn't a matter of him wanting to be traded. Yarmo afforded him the opportunity, and and they sat down together saying, hey, like, here's the op. We, we are probably going to trade you because we can get a couple draft picks and better our franchise. That's that's how I see it. I don't see it as Felino wanting to be traded. You think either way, whether he re-signs here or not over the summer, he's going to get his number retired? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I yeah. do I, I do believe that. It might be five years, ten years I hope years so. I road. want him to. I'm, um, I'm number one Nick Felino fan. I fucking love Nick Felino. I've loved him since he got here. But I will say this. I'm kind of jumping ahead on the show flow. Once again, I probably should have sent it to you. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, either way. Uh, so if so, there's a lot of talk about Nick Foligno uh, returning to the Blue Jacks. So kind of just what you said. It might be, between, might be between Minnesota and Columbus. Minnesota because mainly Marcus Foligno, his brother, is playing over there. And it's very enticing to go over there potentially. When Nick Foligno does return, though, or if he does, sorry, not does, um, I don't think he gets the captain's. I don't think he gets the seat back. Yeah, that's what I. Did you listen to to Mailbag today with Bobby Mack? No. So Bobby Mack said the same thing today. Okay. Um, basically, look at me and Bobby Bobby Mack on that. Same so page. you and Bobby Mack are on the same wavelength. If you say the same thing as him, you're doing something right. So. Uh, Bobby Mack. Hey, Bobby Mack knows what he's talking about when it comes to this team. I love Bobby Mack. Bobby Mack. What he said today on Mailbag on his Monday Mailbag was, um, he thinks that Seth Jones is going to get to see. Next season, remember when I said that last episode and like yeah, that, two would you shut up and, like and just like, I said that you two were on like the- four episodes ago and like ten episodes ago. <laughs> okay, so anyways, 
<laughs> I said, so here's what I just told you, Jordan, if you were listening to me. I said, you and Bobby Mack are on the same wavelength, right? Did you hear that? Okay, I heard that. Okay, yeah, so just it. shut up for a second. I don't know how shut, to do that. Sh- shut up. Okay. All right. Bobby Mack said that Seth Jones is probably going to get to see next season at some point. Probably it, that also depends on if he wants to sign an extension here. Mm-hmm. That's going to be part of the extension deal. For sure. You're the, you got the captain. And we're going to sign you to eight-year deal, whatever, until you're, you're going to retire be. here. Seth Jones is going to retire here if he if he signs an extension, which I think he will. I don't know. It's hard to tell right now. I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. He runs his fucking team now that Felino's gone. 100%. Um, Seth Jones gets to see. If Felino comes back, Felino does not get to see because you can't just give that to Seth Jones with a contract extension and then take it right back away from him because Felino came back. Felino yeah. knows... That he gave it up for good, leaving. That's the last time Nick Felino's probably ever going to wear the C on his chest. Absolutely. He may have an A when he comes back, maybe, which I could, I'd be okay with. But if you're going to give somebody the captain, the the C for the chest, you got, you got to let them ride it out in their whole. Con- I mean, you can't just like be swapping that shit around. So I completely agree with Bobby Mack on that. Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, and you, and you, okay. and you. Thank you. Appreciate that little shout out Jesus. there. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's that's kind of my thoughts as well. Like for Devo me, here. for me, like. Did you hear what I said? I said it too. Okay, <laughs> shut shut up. Shut let me up. let me talk. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I my thoughts are, there's obviously a a reidentification going on with this with this team. Uh, no, what's the word? Reload. A reload. But no, like a reload is different from re-identification. We're, we okay, are... Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it, yeah. my thoughts on this matter would be if Nick Foligno does end up coming back, which to me it's like it's up in the air. It could happen. I could definitely see it happening. I think it will. Like obviously he's going to have to take a discount. He's not going to make the five plus million he was making. I mean that's just, it is what it is. But if Felino does end up coming back next year and Seth Jones does end up signing a new contract extension, which he's he's still we still have Seth Jones for two more years before a contract has to be discussed. But if Seth Jones does want a long term deal here, he has to be the to me. He's the captain. I mean, it is what it is. He's the captain. Give give Atkinson an A, give Boone an A. And if Felino does come back, give him an A. I think there has to be a re-identification of this team moving forward, and Felino cannot be the captain. Not to diss what Felino has done, but I think if we do sign Felino coming up next year, it's a simple fact of yeah. I mean, if it's a change of culture, it's going to be part of the, the yeah. That's yes, that's part of it for sure. Yeah, but it also comes down to the contract that could be written into Seth Jones' contract. We don't know, and that could be part of the negotiation. If Yarmo promises Seth Jones the C, then you can't just take it away when Felina comes back. Not at it all. doesn't work like that. Yeah. Regardless of culture, regardless of anything like that, which Nick Felino is one of the people that is single-handedly responsible for building the culture that is here right now. For sure. And every uh, guys bought in. Bjorkstrand bought in. Seth Jones bought in. Mm-hmm. Warinsky bought in. Mm-hmm. Cam Atkinson bought in. Did you see the text? He, bought he, in. Do you even see the text he sent to Dalpy the other day? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I saw that. Like, that was pretty good. Precious to me, yeah. that just shows his his ability as a leader to just like. No and matter. Toronto who got it a good is, one, man. and they just don't even they don't even understand. They don't. Yet. They really don't even understand. They don't. Yet. One of my favorite parts about this whole well, I mean, not my favorite parts, but like one of the greatest things that I've seen about this process, speaking on Felino was. Torts talking about like 
when I came into this organization, I talked to him and I told him like, I don't, Adam. I don't think you deserve. Yeah. Oh yeah. He said, he, he said, I, I didn't that, know yeah. Nick Felina from Adam I when I first yeah. got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but now looking back, like the growth he's made is just oh, yeah. amazing. That, yeah, that was just, a good quote. That was great. My Let's respect for he Tortorella. Even said, like, he, he even said, to piggyback off with Warren said, then you can go, you can talk right after uh, Tortorella. Thanks, I appreciate that. No, I, <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to cut people off anymore. I realize I do that a lot. Uh, but to pick it back up, what Warren just said there, like Tortorella literally said, like I don't think you have what it takes right now. Yeah, he literally said that <laughs> yeah. to Felino in a meeting. Like I don't think you have what it takes right now. And my has Felino. I like, wanted Felino to wrong. He took that to heart. Took it as a challenge. And absolutely, now look at him. that's what I like. That's that's what you're probably going to kind of feed off of. Is that's what I like about Torts. Yeah. It's a my nut up or shut up mentality. That, it is. So the, the last we'll tell game, you how he feels. Before the last <laughs> game against Chicago, um, Bobby Mack also, CBJ and 30. Great, great little series there if you haven't listened second to it. Second best podcast. Second best podcast. Second best us, you know. Um, did a, just, he did like a little 16-minute interview with Torts before the last Chicago game uh, where he went on to say, Domi's going to be at center for the rest of the season. Foodie's Good. not going to see the ice again with the Blue Jacks for the rest of the season because he's not ready. And also, well, I don't shit. I forgot where I was going with that because I was thinking about foodie now. I don't know. About oh torts. yeah, just everything that Torch has been talking about. Like <laughs> Torch is so transparent. I think with what he's his plan is going forward. In my respect for him, after that last after the last couple quotes that I've heard from him, I if Yarmo doesn't resign him, I you think Torch is back. I think Torch is coming you back. Think so? I yeah. really okay. people nobody nobody nobody. In the media that is closest team, no insiders, nothing. Nobody has said Torch is not coming back. There's been nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. us. It's Twitter. If you get on Twitter, it's all these these uh, these armchair fucking GMs that want to get rid of him. And I don't yeah. know that he's going anywhere. Yeah. From I everything that I'm seeing right now, I think I'm. we're looking at maybe an extension. I, I mean, if they were winning this season, I could see it already happening. Yeah. But because they're not in the fan base, and Yarmo knows the get has the beat on the fan base for sure. He follows my Twitter now, so he knows. that's right. No, so now of yeah. course he knows everything that's for going sure. On. Yeah, you're going to die, but yeah, that's yeah, fine. I'm going to be dead. Michael soon, Neff, yeah, Mike, yeah. we have some Neff fact checks to go over. Neff fact check, can't wait. To, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly, and that that's might be an unpopular opinion right now, which it, it most definitely is with the fans. But I, I 100. percent can see towards coming back, and I seventy five percent support it. Okay, okay. I mean that's that's fair. I mean I'm it, not just being a torts like no, apologist. No, no. Like, I I will say I feel like when there is a coach on the hot seat, there are rumors. I don't know if he's ever been on the hot seat. No, I'm not talking about like torts on the I'm hot not, seat. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying when it, like to Sorry. me history within the NHL when when a, when a coach on the hot seat, a lot of times there's a lot of rumors surrounding that coach in terms of who's who might replace him or who is who who he might be fired for this guy. And we haven't seen that with Tortorella. There's been no suggestion saying that Tortorella is going to be replaced by anybody. Nothing. Um, no, nothing's out there There's now. There's been nothing. I mean, yeah. I'm not really sure what happened to Montreal with Claude Julien. That was a little weird, I thought, earlier this season. Uh, Montreal had that really hot start, you know, with yeah. Anderson going off to Foley going off up there. Uh, uh, Suzuki going off up there. I must call him Kurt Suzuki. That's a catcher <laughs> for like the Cardinals used to be. Um, 
but those guys, those guys going off up there, and then they kind of cooled off because guys were getting like focus. You know, they were getting focused on at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost what eight out of ten, I think, and they just they got Claude Julian just gone. Montreal yeah. hasn't gotten any better for it. They have. They've just they 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 plateaued. The, they pretty much done the same thing they did with Claude Julian. Right, exactly. Coach. They plateaued. Yeah. They evened out, and they've been kind of average since. They have a great team, but people just I do not understand the the absolute obsession with coaching in this league like people think that the coach just is the complete end all for everything that happens on the ice and that is just could not be further from the truth i understand i always take it back to moneyball baby it's, it's a baseball a, movie two different sports but no it's a baseball movie but you you have to pay respect analytically to what the gm can what the gm provides for the coach to coach you know what i mean right and yarmo's done a good job it's just there was it, it's this the chemistry this yeah. year. It's been so. It's just been a There's, weird year. It, yeah. Here we are allowed to have a bad year. It happens to like every fucking team. It's all good. It's all good. Look at what fucking. For instance, I'm cussing, so clearly I'm a little drunk. Kind of did. You said fucking. Fr- Fracking. <laughs> you said kerfuffle in the last podcast, and I listened. I've heard it like three times now, and I, I just played laughed. it like 15 times. Yeah. I laugh every single kerfuffle. time. Kerfuffle. I forget the kerfuffle. The, that's a term for it. Kerfuffle. It's, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Fracking. Uh, no, like, look at all these Fracking. franchises that have, like, were so dominant for so long. And, and we now, weren't dominant. I'm not talking about us. I know, but you're comparing us to other. I'm saying, like, maybe, like, look at Detroit and look the first, like, what, 10, 15 years of this franchise, Detroit would come in the nationwide arena and just absolutely destroy us. They also had a way better team and they weren't rebuilding at the time. For sure. But now look at them. The past, what, three, four years, they're been irrelevant. Rebuilding, right. They're absolutely irrelevant. So, like, yeah, I mean, there are times where your franchise, you know, you're allowed to have a bad year or two and, you know, it sets you up for a better, you know, long-term success we'll see i don't know yep yeah i just don't get it either man okay here we go again no No. yeah i've been no i've been saying that for like two months like it's just we don't have to go out and change the entirety of the team that we have the coaching organization we have should we fire larson yeah we should but outside larson yes go just get out (laughs) yeah get out like it's like just it's okay to just suck for a little bit it's that's what's happened. That's clearly yeah. what's going to happen. We don't need to like just scrap everything and start from square one. Let's just have this bad year, come back together, get it figured out, come back better. Well, they're talking about that. Yarmo has been cleared. I put quotations around that cleared to call it a reload and not a rebuild. Which is I've what been, I've been saying. I've been calling of, it, yeah, whatever. Right? Yes, you've been saying it, Jordan. Yes, we all have been. We all this, not I'm just you. It's like we are not. To me, we have <laughs> we are in such a good position to where we do not have to rebuild. And I will explain that later in the podcast on the show flow that I later have in the podcast. You. Yes, we still on have the a show whole, flow. You should have sent. We me. have a whole other just segment. Roll with it. We have a whole other segment, yeah. and we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we are a hole here. Okay. A butthole. A whole butthole. Right, fair enough. We'll just end it there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just all right. kidding. So let's end this. Kidding, let's end this Felino segment. That's what this was. Uh, he deserves the whole segment. Absolutely, he does. On this, this is the last. This is the last of this segment, and I just want a yes or no answer from each of you. Kyle. Is this the last we see Felino 
in a Union blue sweater. No. 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 He's coming back. He's coming I'm back. so optimistic. He's coming back it, next year. I called it like three, three or four days ago. I said, trade him. Let him go. No worries. Then just bring him back. We're going to get some for him. I didn't know if we are going to get a player. Warren or, did call it. Yep. He called it. Okay. But we don't know if he called it. I don't care. It because, he, I don't care. Well, if he, because I Lino hasn't actually <laughs> resigned. I don't yeah, care if you but, your own horn. First step has come. But <laughs> like, it, it, to me, it just it only makes sense. His family didn't move up there. His family doesn't have... They're staying here. Yeah, well, that is because of different reasons, but yes. But either way, they're still here. So I'd just be like... I can just see him being like... Toronto's like... Hey, guys. Like, Ontario's still locked down because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Lino has so much invested in this city beyond hockey. To where I truly believe that he will resign with his team. I'll go even further season. than that. All right. I think that he comes back, resigns, retires here, gets his number retired, and then becomes an analyst. He's going to be a TV guy. I mean, look at that. First of all, look at his face. Beautiful. Second of all, he's got to work on his hair, though. The hairline. Mm. If he's got to be on TV, look he's got to. Look at fucking Yarmo. He doesn't oh, have a, a hairline. Presenter. Look I at Geeson. I, can, I cannot envision it. No, you need to go bald, like clean shaven. Everybody that works in the on the TV part of the Blue Jackets does not have hair, except for Jody Shelley. Jody Shelley has a Rimmer great doesn't really hair. have any hair. Well, Geeson looks like Yarmo's yeah, little brother. Does, Shave it off. It does. Yeah, it does. Jody Shelley has a luscious head of hair that I would. I don't think the hair through. matters when it comes to Columbus because <laughs> that's true. It's such a blue we've collar had a lot of, kind of feel here. We've had a lot of ugly ass commentators throughout our franchise. Okay, you, uh, not Bill Davids attacking people. If you like, if he were to go like work in L.A., then yeah, you got to have a nice head of hair out there, bud, because they don't. They're not taking ugly people in L.A. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. No, Are I. You saying so? Let's let's just Jean-Luc rewind Grand about. Pierre is ugly. Let's rewind about three and a half minutes. The hyphenator. Yeah, I think he's a good looking dude. Oh yeah, he's cute. John Luc Grandpierre doesn't have hair either. That's what I'm saying. None he's, of them have man, fucking hair. Jody does. <laughs> Only Jody. Metzold has a little Metzold. bit of hair, but he's not much. He's not it's much. shaven. Yeah, not it's much. like it's a buzz cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Right, None of them fine. have hair. Just, you know, my the first thought: TV, matter. you need hair. And Nick Foligno, no, I'm just saying, you can't he just shave his head. He's got to go. Sh- he's got to clean. I think shave he got to clean shave. Clearly, you have to clean shave it. Yeah, Yarmo. But like Nick Foligno still Yarmo has. I'm just looking at Yarmo. I think he's looking right into my soul right now. He Yarmo wants to kill, wants to kill everybody. Mm. That's what I've just established. Well, more you than us because he followed you on Twitter. Yeah, I yeah. know. I everybody. I'm the one that tweets all the time from my personal with like actual takes, and you just tweet some bullshit and get fucking <laughs> 400 <laughs> likes. Like you get all the attention for no reason. Like, I don't know why. It's I hate it. Fuck I you. I don't know why. I have no idea why. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, so we last part of this. Our, we already I already said it. So we all agree that Felino is going to be back next year. I think so. Optimistically, I, I'm hoping I, so. I agree. He's with the it. only player that I don't see. Like I don't see him not coming back. Yeah. Ever. Like so. Savard gone. Um, He's not coming back. So let's just Savard's let's just gone, recap yeah. this whole first whatever how long we've been going. So Yarmo received. Let's, let's just let's just talk about it for ten seconds. Yarmo he received two first rounds, a third round, a fourth round, and a seventh round for three players on expiring contracts. You can't tell me that that's not. Do a, we want to continue to talk about how Yarmo's not a good GM? No, I, I, I'm not talking about. The, none of us have said that. We're all Yarmo fans. Yeah, we all think that. I think that and we all. You guys have bordered it. I'm bordering times. I like Yarmo. I think his drafting ability has struggled. I don't know if that's true. 
<laughs> I just talked to Warren before the podcast. Yeah. Do you remember the last time we had three first round picks and who we drafted? I feel like it was Sonny Milano. Nope. That's what I thought. Alex <laughs> Winberg. Nope. No, not the same draft, huh? Not the same draft. Was it Jeff Carter? Nope. No, Jeff, we traded for Jeff Carter. So the last time it's we not had fucking Jeff Carter. <laughs> the only Idiot. thing that, and we might as well just go right into this next segment. What it was the last? Wait a minute. What was? We've had three first round draft picks before. Maybe it's part we of the show flow, Kyle. We did. Maybe somebody should have fucking sent it to me. <laughs> I will. Next time I will. The last time we had three first round draft picks, and this this is going to lead into this this next segment of. What does this mean for our franchise? Having three first-round draft picks upcoming this year. The last time we had three first-round draft picks, we drafted Winberg, Marco Dano, and Kirby Reichel. <laughs> so, wow. so here's my thoughts on these draft picks. Was that picks. Yarmo? Yes. And here's that was my, like Yarmo's first year. Eh, either way, oh, here's close. my first thought. On that matter, Yarmo next season this upcoming off season, make trades. I've had a lot of time to make think about this. Make all the trades this. you can with these draft picks. I've listened to a lot of hockey podcasts, listened to our hockey podcasts, li- paid attention, read a lot of articles on my on my free time, really been paying attention the last couple of days about what's happening here. And I, I, my prediction would be that Yarmo trades two of the three first-round picks for guys that are already... NHL ready. NHL ready because NHL players. Yo, I I mean, if we're <laughs> Winberg is clearly the best player out of that out of those three which players. Which is not saying a whole lot. Which he wasn't awful. He wasn't. He was consistently mediocre. And now he's doing okay in Florida. He's not a bad player by any means. But dude, you got to trade those picks. You cannot do that. That's again. what I'm saying, dude. No, listen, way. Yarmo's like no way. Li- okay, PLD, great draft pick, turned out to be a little bitch. Whatever, uh, Warinsky, good <laughs> draft pick, but at the same time, if I'm a GM, that's a no brainer. I hey, dra- I don't know about I PLD though Warinsky. because I'm gonna know it was a good pick, but Paul Yarvey's looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's saying it's okay. Well, um, not as good as PLD. So yeah, so here's my question: What does what does getting these draft picks mean? Because we have is anybody tweeting the game right now? I got it. Okay, Warren's got it. We got three the first round started. draft picks. It, so to me, it could mean many things. We could literally just use all of these in 2021 and and draft all these and draft players if we if we want to. Um, or to me, in my mind, uh, in my headspace, like what I truly think this team should do is utilize this in the offseason. And to what you just said, Kyle, uh, to me, like, has Yarmo drafted good players? Yes. Yeah, has, has he also he has. has. he also, like, kind of, like, drafted pretty We're in such a players? vacuum yes. here. We're in such a vacuum. All we see is, and I'm guilty of this, all we see is the Blue Jackets and what Yarmo does. If we compared him to other GMs in the league who have been fired, mind you, since Yarmo has been a GM here, he is top five, and it's not close. In drafting, in drafting, in drafting, yes, overall, also top five GM in the league. I mean, fucking Pittsburgh just hired a new one. They got rid of their guy, and they've always been better than us. They've also won many cups under. But they just fired the guy that won all those cups. All right. You see what I'm saying? Like, we Yarmo... Should we, should, we should fire Yarmo. 
Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because we've won so many cups, we should fire Yarmo because that's the whole quality of life here. Yep. Absolutely. Yarmo <laughs> is phenomenal. And also, I just saw on his like little title they give guys when they interview them, like under like on the <laughs> lower third. I like this. Assistant yeah. governor. Which, alternate. Alternate governor. governor. Which means he's not even the one that makes all the decisions. Well, no, not at all. It's a it's a it's a panel of people. He's the he's guy. just the he's, he's just the, the media facing guy. Yeah, that's what it is, um, and that's who we just throw everything on. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, it's what you do. You throw it on the coach or the GM. But yeah, it's Torch's so, fault. This team is just so bad this year. <laughs> that's what I'm Fucking saying. idiots. That's just how you. That's no, just I'm just saying that's what other it. people think. That's the first thing they point to. When actually Torch has probably been one of the bright spots on the team all year. If you actually like want to go back and look at it, yeah, there's been some bad times where he's like throwing lines out there. But it's because the game before. The fucking lines he had out there before weren't fucking doing anything. So he has to mix things up. And that's where the torch blender comes into play. Because when we have fucking five shots on goal through the first period and a half, you got to make changes. Sorry. It is crazy to me to think about, like, how many times this team out of the gate, meaning like the first period, just doesn't know how to play hockey. Or goes up to nothing and then just gives it away the rest of the game. So it's either we start off like we don't know how to play or we end like we don't know how to play. There's no middle ground, I feel like, for this team many times. But uh, so here, here's my thing. So management has to decide, is this a rebuild or a or a restructure? And so what Yarmo said earlier in a press conference today, he was like, this is a we're we are reloading. We're not rebuilding. And I want your guys' thoughts on that. Is it a. Are we in a rebuild, or you, or do you actually believe Yarmo and, and him saying, "No, we're in a reload"? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I've got. Yeah, go ahead, Warren. That's what. That's what I. That's what I've been saying. I don't like the idea of calling it a retool. I didn't like that phrase. I like the idea <laughs> of like. Still don't know what a retool is, Kyle. Retooling. <laughs> I mean, you're the. It's a. It's a business that. Or well, no, sorry, not your, retool, rebuild. I said retool. The players yeah, on your team yeah, are fine. the tools of the team. You have to, if sometimes you have to retool your team mm-hmm. to make it work better. It is, it makes sense. And it's the same factor of like why I didn't like the thought of us saying that we're selling. It's the retooling and reloading the, are the same thing. Yeah, they no, those are yeah. That was I. Those are the wrong word. I don't like the term rebuilding in this situation for us. Same. And in the same way, I didn't like us. I didn't like us saying that we're sellers in this trade deadline. But they I, were. But uh, like on the ground level, yeah, we are giving away players just to get draft picks right now. But like I just, it, it's hard for me to see it as like we're selling. They were selling. I mean, opposed, I they weren't like it wasn't a fire sale. Like, like you were right. You were right. You said it the last podcast, Warren. You you saw selling as like getting rid of everybody like Jones, Warinsky, Atkinson, like like what the like what the Red Wings did, like what Ottawa's yeah. been doing. Yeah. Which yes, we haven't done that, thank God. I mean, can you imagine if Jones, Warinsky, Atkinson would have got traded? I mean, this this whole Gosh. city would have burnt down. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I, not for Jones. Well, not for some reason people don't like Seth Jones. I love Seth Jones. I love Seth best. Jones. I absolutely love and I wouldn't mind to see him as an ex captain. People don't understand what he brings to this but, team. Reloading is a good term for it. That's that's what Yarmo used. He used that like twenty times in his press conference because today. that's what the marketing team told him to say. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're gonna have shirts out. Said reload. It's a reload. We gotta put a gun <laughs> on it. We're reloading. Like no, you can't use guns now. Oh, that's, that's right. Offen- We're that's in a, the that's offensive. That's offensive. Water guns. Yeah, water guns. <laughs> water I like guns, the term yes. reload. <laughs> I just hope that the term reload 
is accurate. I hope that next season we come out with I I hope I hope one of the ten, one of the goaltenders did not get traded today. I hope one of them gets traded in the off season. Yeah. One one or the other because they're going to bring back in and he's got three first round draft picks to send along with yeah. one of those goaltenders exactly and here here's to what bring I'm, back yeah. a nice one C right absolutely and I I agree Reload. I totally I echo that right there hundred percent and I did a little research myself because you know I had some time this afternoon and line I turned the puck over and uh, so we have eleven million dollars of current cap space available after these trades. We have retained. That's not including Doobie's LTIR. Yes. So we have retained five, or excuse me, four point eight million from Felino and Savard's trade. So we are currently we're responsible for paying that for the remainder of the year. That comes off the books next season. Gregorinko, I doubt he's resigned. That's another one point two million dollars we have off the books next season. Jesus, we're paying that guy one point two. Exactly, Ugh. right? I know. Thank you. <laughs> Again, Yarmo, what are you doing there? Well, Sorry. I mean, I can see it. I mean, if he would have worked out, it would have been a good contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Maybe. Uh, if Elvis or Corpy is traded in the offseason, that potentially could go up to $4 because that's what Elvis makes. Corpy makes like 2.2, I think. Elvis is making four? Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know why there's such well, a Well, that was the thing difference. we talked about before was uh, when yeah. they both got re-signed in the same offseason was Elvis was making more than Corpy. Which I still don't understand because they're both about Something the same. Something is agent. They have different agents. Apparently. that's So that could potentially be up to $4 million. So right there, if I'm doing my math correctly. Which we're probably not. We're probably not, but I think I'm in the ballpark. That's $21 million of potential cap space in the offseason for us. Plus three, three first-round draft picks. To me, Yarmo, dude, there's he's got a lot to play with. Screw the draft, and that's screw the draft because I if this is a reload, use those draft picks, use that cap space, and make some make a huge splash. Well, I and think that's get why there are players in here now because we have Line A locked up for for potentially two years if we need to. We got Domi. We have the rights to line in for two more years. Uh, Domi, we have him for another year. Like we we got we got Atkinson locked up for like three four more years. We have a good right there, solid Jones Rorinsky. Those guys got two more years at least three maybe for Rorinsky. Go out, make a splash, do something. Screw the draft picks, trade them away, bring in talent. I think. You, I think that's exactly why I agree with you. I think that's exactly why they're calling it a reload and not a rebuild because you're getting rid of core pieces like Felino and Savard, who are absolute core pieces no matter how you look at it. And you're going to reload with guys because you got those, you got a first round for both guys, which is that's crazy. What did Taylor Hall bring in to a second round? That's why exactly. Uh, don't get me fucking started oh, on the Taylor. I, yeah, on dude, Felino being better than Taylor Hall. That's why Hall. I asked you. I wanted you. To oh get yeah, started. I you wanted want, you to get started. Kyle. You want to, You want to know why I think <laughs> Felino's a better? First of all, because every GM in the fucking league thinks Felino's a better player than than Taylor Hall. <laughs> yeah. Because if not, then fucking Nick Felino would not have pulled in a first round pick, and Taylor Hall pulled in a second round pick, Nick and a Felino dusty pulled in two picks. Two picks. Two picks. Taylor Hall did. Pulled in like a dusty Anders or Anders Bjork or whatever. Fuck okay, from well, who the fuck is that? Nobody yeah, cares. Well, he played for. He's a decent player for Boston. He's not great, but right. uh, Bjork for from Boston. But a first and a fourth. 
Taylor Hall pulled in a second round pick. Felino's a better player than Taylor Hall. I will die on that fucking hill. I'll die on that hill with you, bud. Overall player, man. I mean, I would die maybe, on that hill with maybe you. Maybe Taylor Hall's a better scorer, but Felino kicks his ass in every other aspect of the game. 100%. And I'll die on that hill. That's fine. I'm here for it. I agree. It's a reload. I completely am here for that because, first of all, we're reloading with two first round picks and an and a, and a available goaltender that I think is going to get moved in the offseason without a question that's going to happen. Plus, Felino's probably coming back. So we're oh, only reloading like one guy, Savard, really, yeah. if you think about it. And I know people, the defensive depth is not even close to what it used to be. Not even close. We got rid of Murs, got rid of Nudie. Andrew Peak, I think, could be that guy that comes up and honestly replaces somebody. Andrew Peak is is the next up and coming defensive star of this team. I I think I Pukin's on the right path. If he, if he just keeps developing, I think he's got the same I'm promise. Just, yeah, I think he's good. Between the Are two, we being too optimistic again? No, but why not? Between the two, I'm not too concerned. Like Peak. Kukin, whatever, like both those guys are are solid. Put them in there, whatever. To me, we have one of the top defensive pairings with Jones and Warwinski, and we also got Gavrikov still here, and mm. also Delzato, who's been a very pleasant surprise. Thank like God, you did. We have released we have the news that he got traded. Lettinen, Lettinen, Lettinen. He's been good. Yeah. He's so been like good. to me, defensively, I'm not too concerned about. I just want Yarmo to not draft. The equivalent to a Winberg, a Dano, and a Kirby Reichel like we had last time when we had three first-round draft picks. Yarmo, dude, please. Just, we have these first-round draft picks. Don't risk it. Is it good for depth, organizational depth in the long run? Sure. Don't care. Just it, go though? for it. Just go for it. Marco Just Dano, make the trades. Is it? <laughs> make the trades. Just do it in the offseason. Just don't even worry about the drafting. I don't give a shit. You've proven that you're not the greatest drafter. You're an amazing GM at making trades, and I, I clearly I love that about you. But I think that you should utilize these draft picks in trades this offseason and make this team a reload. A reload. That's what it is. If Yarmo has been using the word reload, he's he, he's not going to utilize all these draft picks this year because that to me is a rebuild. To me, that makes me. I'm not. Can't, I'm not even gonna say like Loki. Like, it makes me high key excited to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, I agree. Count, like at down the road. Yeah, in the off season. I and this. So we, as a franchise, I say we. I mean, obviously, we have nothing really to do with the franchise, but uh, we have a lot to do with the franchise. They pay attention to us. Whatever. <laughs> I I say we because we're so deeply invested into this team. No, but anyways, I, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I we. <laughs> have clearly proven as a franchise that we cannot build through free agency. It's, it's just not, it's a, as a small market team in Columbus, Ohio with a coach that not everybody likes, right? Like clearly not even our own fans like him. Some of them, Idiot. we, this team, we have to build through trade and drafting. And that's just clearly as what, what Yarmo has proven to us, the city, this franchise, every the coaches, everything is that free agents do not, will not, will not sign here, uh, because that's it's Columbus. It's a small market. 
But they'll sign in Buffalo for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> still don't know why. <laughs> what um, the hell is in Buffalo? Jack Eichel. But anyways, okay. Well, what's he done? Nothing. Terrible and captain. Left in an Can't do anything in that city. But we have <laughs> to. We have the only way that this team is going to be successful is through trading. Yeah, it's really. It. I mean, and drafting. We drafted Bjorky. We drafted. We drafted Waranski. We drafted Cam Savard. Savard, uh, not Felino. I almost said Felino. Felino yeah, played for he Ottawa. Was a trade. Rick Nash. Um, Rick Nash. Rick Nash, but it's that it cannot be Sunny through Milano. free agency because guys don't want yeah. to willingly sign here, so we have to keep them prisoner and hostage <laughs> and yes. make them play for us. Yeah, and be good. And it's I think that these two first round picks, three, I, three. I think he's going to draft one guy and use the other two to make trades with. I can see a first round pick going with Corpy somewhere. I think Corby's getting dealt. Do you think Elvis is staying, huh? I think Elvis should stay. I think Elvis making the four million. I understand but, but to that. To me, they're both, but to me they're interchangeable. But really, they are like stats wise. So why not just like give her the one that's making more? Because Elvis has more of an upside, in my opinion. I think so. I really do. Right. And also, he's opened up enough. Yarmo's opened up enough cap space to where that doesn't really matter at this point. The salaries of the goaltenders. Yeah, pay your goaltender. We're not paying not ten, 10 million, million, right? Yeah, don't yeah do not that. ten million. Please don't do that. But pay your goaltender, right? I mean, also, why do goaltenders never get like a C or an A on their chest? No, <laughs> I've always thought. I've always wondered that. Like, I'm, I've always I'm, thought about that. Why do they never get? I think cap- they're very mentally. They're the mentally unstable. Is that that's super like blanket statement? It's and like a closer. It's like a closer in baseball. They're just the weird ones on the team. Oh yeah, those are well. Pitchers in general are just weird. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it, but like, it, I've always thought about that. Like, like Carey Elvis Pri- had an assist. Like, the other like day. Carey Price. Yeah, Elvis has as many points in the last ten games as Patrick Line. Um. <laughs> anyways, that's I've I've been looking up a lot of stats yeah, recently. Yeah. I just <laughs> Roslovic has ten points in the last ten games. Uh, six points in his last three. Which we is should, we should scratch him more. That's an insane stat. Should but anyways, nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, why do why do guys like Corpusalo? not get an A. Why is that a thing? They are the ones that are on the ice the entire game. They're the ones that are yelling out commands to the team because they're on the ice the entire game. I I have ne- I've I've been thinking about that like why wouldn't you give an A or a C to a like Carey Price in Montreal has been there for his forever. Forever. Hellebuck in Winnipeg has been there forever. It is a staple of that team. Why is he not a captain? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Google it. I'm not going to. Well, nobody knows. I, <laughs> I, uh, I'll Google it. <laughs> nobody knows, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. It gets the people going. <laughs> I, I forget know. where I was going with that, but honestly. I just think it's their mental headspace. I think they're all crazy. That's such a blanket statement. It's not. It is. No. Bob was actually a really cool dude. Nah. Could you imagine him having an A, though? I enjoy yeah, I could. I could. I could imagine him. I yeah, could. it's just nah. weird. To it me. wouldn't be that weird. I don't know. It's if you weird think about me. it, it's not that weird. That they're always just like I feel like goalies are always like they're always just like in their own zone, like by themselves doing their own thing. Like yeah, they're on the ice the whole time, sure. But in the locker room, like there's, they're always they're there's, always just kind of like doing their their own. There's little, totally a reason for it, and you're probably right. There's yeah. absolutely because if if there wasn't a reason for it, then there would have been. See a, it. You would it see would it be more. happening, right? It would be more prevalent. There's absolutely yeah. a reason for it. I just don't know what it is. 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't really play hockey, you know, so much growing up, but I love the sport. And I just sport. don't understand great sport. why the goalies don't have captain letters. <laughs> captain letters. <laughs> okay. C. I mean, listen, the first two letters in the word captain are C-A, C-A. and that's what you see on chest. So I would like to have a P in my on my jersey. <laughs> for for potential. For potential. I'm potentially good. For so I got penis. the MIP award in uh, uh my youth soccer. What's that one? Most improved player. Oh, there you yeah, go. Boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, how'd that go? So I went to a... So I improved. There's That's no what. secret. I mean, I went to a Christian school growing up. <laughs> and if you ever got, like, the Christian Character Award, you were the worst player on the team. <laughs> so the there was always an award. Did you get the Christian Character Award? No, I never did. That good for you. I was an asshole growing up <laughs> for the most part. But you were still uh, the worst player on the team. You were no I, was a- I was always average. Same. I was always good enough to be out there and, like, do my thing. Um, Same. but yeah, no, if, if come, come the award banquet, if, if anybody got the Christian character award, it was just the guy on the bench that was always on the bench cheering everyone, everybody else. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. That was a side note. Uh, I had nothing else to talk about. I think we're done here, boys. I, th- I think so. What is that all you had on the show flow? Yeah. We did I mean, have, we did have questions. We, can we had the like, questions. we had like 24 responses. Oh on dear that. Lord. Yeah. Let's just, let's dive into the questions here. All right, let's go social, boys. We're getting social. I still don't have this pulled up yet. Let's answer all the questions from hey, all of the There's people. a lot of them. Hey, you know what's tough? What? Tweeting while you're podcasting. It's probably pretty tough. Yeah, we're watching the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets game right now. <laughs> I hope the Blackhawks win. So I feel like a lot of these are just going to be like rapid-fire questions because I'm sure we talked about most of them. Probably definitely are talking uh, about it. But uh, Temple with the legendary uh, at... YOLO 420 swag with three Gs. Do you want players or picks? I think we've players. all players. Also, what's your favorite Felino moment? <laughs> yeah, we want we want players overall, but right now the picks make a lot of sense because we're reloading, right? And we want to wait till the end of the season to determine where we're at, have a complete reevaluation of the team, and go from there. I think that. Torts is getting I, – I really think that Torts is going to get an extension, and I think that you need to use those picks that we got to find NHL-ready players to come in and play under Torts. And I think there's guys out there that are ready for it. I think there's guys that can center up line A. I think Domi can center up line A, but I think that yeah. there's guys that are better than Domi that can center up line A that can make this team great again. And I, I agree with that. <laughs> make this team great again. <laughs> Don't even. That's not where I would. That's not where I was I going just, with the that. way you said it. Make this team great again. Uh, no, sorry. I just I laughed about that. But no, I I agree. Like to me, like if you have a guy like Lion on your team, you have a guy like Seth Jones, Zacharowski, Cam Atkinson. Like, there's no reason to have a rebuild. There to me, it is a to what Yarmo literally said in a presser day. It's a reload, in my opinion. So we have three draft first round draft picks. We. It, if my math is correct, and I could be wrong, and somebody might call me out on it, I think we have about $20 million of available cap space coming available this offseason. I just think, to me, we we, we got to use these picks in terms of, of not necessarily... Maybe use one of them, like you said, Kyle or Warren, whoever said it. Maybe draft one player in the first round. But the other two, let's make a trade. Let's let's get rid of a goalie. Elvis, Corpy, whichever one, they're, they're interchangeable at this point. I would like to keep Corpy, but if we don't, whatever. NHL ready guys, get them in here. Let's reload. Let's start we off have the next team year. For it now, we do. I agree with that. 
Uh, and also, go, Warren, you got anything on that? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> also, before we go into the next question, I just want to get to Neff Fact Checks is back, right? He made well sure he made sure that we we were corrected on some things we said in the last podcast, uh, which was on Wednesday. Um, the first thing was I I said uh, I didn't think Savard was in a contract year. I thought Savard was had two years left on his deal. I was wrong. Kyle was wrong. Savard was is 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 totally in a he's a UFA at the end of the season, which makes the first round pick for him even sweeter. Yes. Um, also, we didn't know if Grigorenko was Finnish or not. Uh, he is not. He's Russian. <laughs> he's, he's Russian. Yes, okay. I was wrong. He's been playing in the K. He he played in the KHL for a long time, which is a Russian league. One hundred percent wrong about that. So thank you, Michael Neff, uh, good friend of the pod. Next question. Oh, that's great. From Michael Neff at Michael Neff forty four, friend of the pod. Man, how happy are you about all these picks that Yarma can work with now? Also, very, very happy. Just to be clear, everybody who says CBJ is blowing it up, please tell them to get fucked. What Yarma's done with pending UFAs is nothing else but great. Looking forward to the offseason. Couldn't agree with you more, Michael Neff. I actually, for once, Fucking agree with Michael Neff. Right. <laughs> I love that. I've never once agreed with him, but now here That's I am. That's not true. We've agreed with him multiple times. It's just his his disagreements are very loud. They're very loud because he's Finnish or whatever he is. He's not Finnish. God damn it. Stop it. Is. Swedish? I don't remember. I think he is Finnish. <laughs> I thought he was Finnish. I can never remember. Swedish. He tells us all the time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I always he, think like <laughs> Scottish because of his Jeff Carter. Con- <laughs> it's not fucking Jeff Carter. To this day, I will never know what Michael Neff is. <laughs> but we love him. Sometimes. And yes, I Sometimes. totally agree with that comment. Yes, Yarmo has so so much room to work with right now with these picks. I'm all and I for am it. very excited. I mean, we're talking about sod for Panarin kind of shit. We're talking about Seth Jones in return for Ryan Johansson kind of shit, right? Like <laughs> this is the trade guy we're talking about here. I'm just saying I am very excited to see what he can do with one of these honestly, good goaltenders and a first round. I want pick. all three of these picks to be to be in a trade in the offseason. I, I don't even I don't even want a first round pick next this upcoming draft. I don't even <laughs> it's want a it. Very man. I want, if we're getting Winberg, I like if, to, if we're getting a Winberg and a Reichel no, and a Dano back, I don't want that. I Yarmo, like, trade. Your best attribute as a GM is trades, not drafting. I'm sorry. It is what it no, is. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And yeah. I I would like to keep if we continue to lose, I, I would like to keep our draft pick, but lose the other two. The other two are going to be late round because they're making the playoffs. Yeah. Ours is going to be a lottery because we fucking are not good this year. Correct. It is what it is. Facts. So keep Facts. ours. Keep okay. that one first round pick and deal the other two with a tendy and pull back a legitimate first line center. To put up there with line A. We need two first line. We needed two centers. We don't. We don't. I'm we telling do. you, we just need we need a legitimate, bona fide first line center, Domi second, Roslovic third. And then the fourth line can be 
grinding. I mean, I'm telling it's it's what we're looking at right now. Roslovic is really good. Roslovic no, is really I, I good. Love I, Domi is really no, good. Roslovic's got like dude, I'm face high. off work. He, dude, he, I am yeah, high. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. Which is the big reason why we need a one seed. I am a high on Roslovic. I love that dude. I agree. I, I think so, yeah, I agree with Lauren. I think, I think he needs to work on his on his face offs for sure. And we're losing. I, I was uh, I said last podcast that I think Boone's around fifty eight percent. I was wrong. Um, he's around fifty five six. Yeah, fifty eight two percent. God forbid, fifty five point eight percent. He's around there. Uh, we lost that. That's a big loss, honestly. I mean, yeah. fifty fifty six percent on face offs is huge. For me, I would I would kind of lean towards Jordan with saying I, I would want two. Sinners. I want two sinners because I don't want Boone to have to take the faceoffs because he belongs at a left wing. Uh, I agree. He 100%. belongs there. Hundred percent. Look at this but season. Boone, He's you, done so have, much better. But if you get a, if you get, if you trade a pick and a goalie for a one C and 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 then you got Domi and then Roslovic, you don't have to put Boone on a wing. Those guys are going. Roslovic mm. is the kind of guy where he's going to work and work and work and work and figure out how to win. We still got to win the. We still. He's still. Win the he's going to learn how to figure out a face. He's going to learn from Boone. He's going to learn from these guys how to win a faceoff. The best techniques for a faceoff because that's the kind of guy Roslovic is. If Kevin Stinlin is our fourth line center, I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, he's not our first line center like he was two weeks ago. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was weird. That was stupid. That was weird. That's Dumb. Funny. Yeah. So if if Stinlin, you know, all I'm saying is it kind of gives uh, the the whole report of Portsline saying that Torts is getting is Torts is coaching to get fired kind of some merit, huh? Nah, when you nah. put Stens as a first line center, I don't give Portsline any merit. Next question. Next one, Charles at just I'm a little Charles bit. Spires. Just calling like it how it. it is. You know how we do. You know how we be. What the heck? You know how we um, do things and be things. Which one of our tradeaways do you wish to see the most to hoist the cup? Fully no. Fully no. There's Fully no, no question. Fully no. Also, because I mean, that means that Riley Nash probably gets a lift it too. Also, nah, hey, maybe yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think Nash will even be like with the team when that happens. Nash is going LTIR. He's we'll not see. gonna. He's not even gonna. That's be why on I the say bench. probably. Like, there's right. a chance. Not. But regardless of Nash or not, I hope it's Felino. First of all, fuck Tampa. Second of all, Toronto. I mean, we beat. We, Toronto, we don't have like it's because we don't have that much of a rivalry. That's another goal. We don't have that much of, of a rivalry with Toronto, right? I mean, it's not. No, we don't. We it's obviously no. more. I, I there's enjoy. More, there's more of a rivalry with Tampa. For yeah, sure. absolutely. I I enjoy Toronto. Yeah. I mean, I don't enjoy them, but they're it's a. If Felino's going there to help them win a cup, fucking win that cup. And I mean, like his yeah. dad played there. That's cool. That's super cool. That's right? That's great. I like how people were talking. Like, yeah. have him wear like the same helmet. Oh my god! That, he was wearing a bike helmet back in the day, great. man. Yeah. Listen, I I love Felino and everything he's done for this city. And like, if he can actually, if he can go to a, if he's going to another team that can win the cup, I don't care what team it is. But to me, for, Toronto probably has one of the best. Uh, I mean, they so I they think have a good they the, have a good opportunity to win the cup. And if it's going to be one, if you're talking about three of our picks or three of our our trades that have happened between Savard, Nash, and Felino, I'm going to root for Felino. Yeah, I mean this yeah. is no brainer to me. Like I I respect Savard. He's been a, he's been a, a Blue Jacket since day one, and that's awesome. Yeah, Riley Nash, eh, whatever, dude. He came from from Boston. 
you, you you did your job in Columbus. You didn't you you didn't like exceed expectations. You just kind of did your thing, and still respectable. But as a fan, Felino. of the team, if you, yeah. I hope they all fail miserably because yes, that exactly. gives us better picks. And I hope when yeah. we play you, each each of you in the future, we hope we I hope I hope we annihilate you. Uh, next question. We kind of already talked about this earlier, but from Zach Eisel at zmoney87 underscore Jack Eichel, Zach I Zach Eisel. Oh. It's, that's his like uh, Sergio Bobrovsky. <laughs> this is Zach, this is uh, Jack Eichel's burner account. Yeah. Do you trust Yarmo with all these picks? Because there have been some busts like Sonny Milano, Kirby Reichel, etc. Oh, et <laughs> great question. It's almost like what I just said earlier. That's right. Podcast. It's like we said. It depends on uh, what yeah, uh, he so, does with it. So Sonny Milano has already been thrown into a volcano. He's Bye. gone forever. He's dead. Thank you, Sonny, for your services. Kirby Eichel is somewhere. Reichel, you're close. Kirby Reichel. <laughs> Kirby, close. Re- Kirby Eichel. <laughs> Kirby Eichel <laughs> is somewhere. We don't know where he's Who, at. But he's, he's probably playing in Iraq by now. Who knows? That's, uh, I don't think they have hockey teams. Like, well, think, that's my point exactly. We don't know think of, uh, where the fuck he's at. Was it Winston and New Girls uh, basketball team that played on a hill? <laughs> I don't know. Never seen on it. the side of a hill, the basketball <laughs> rink. <laughs> I've I've seen. I trust girl. Yarmo with the picks. Tr- I trust t- that he'll trade trades. them well. <laughs> yes, I trust yes. him with I, I possession do of these picks in terms of trading. Yeah, well, in general, if yeah. We get I, another, if we get another fucking Chinakov, I don't want it. Wow. Well, we'll well we don't know what he's gonna do yet. So he's gonna can't be. Even say, we can we can go calling back it and now another bust. No, nope, he's gonna be good. No, right, we well, can look, we can I'm go back. No, now. you can't say that yet, Jordan. We can go back and look at players that have been bust, like all of them: Sonny Milano and Kirby <laughs> Reichel and Gabriel Carlson. What the list can keep going? Why would you stop there? Because that's the two that were mentioned in the question, oh, and and we can be like, yeah, those guys are bust, but we can't say that about Chinnikov yet. All right, or Marchenko. Yeah. All right. Still got we'll see. Um, One more question. I'm done. This podcast is too long. I got nothing. All right. You have anything else there, Kyle? Uh, I'm reading through them right now. I mean, it, it's pretty much all the same questions, really, um, about who's going to wear the next C. We've already kind of went over that. Um Oh, here's one from Lucas DePoe, DePau, at Lucas DePoe or DePau. I don't know. P-O-U-W. DePau. 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 Uh, his De question Bois. is, do you <laughs> think Boone would have been moved if he hadn't broken his finger? No. No. I, I see him as a potential captain. No. Down the line. Yeah, I do. No. But no, he wouldn't have been traded. He, he would have been staying right here. I got yeah, one more question. He'd be right here. To end it. We'll end it with this one. Okay. Bring it. From Cliss. From Cliss. This is. So we <laughs> talked about this last podcast. I'm a little dyslexic, and that's truly a thing. Uh, you'll just get used to it. But this guy's name is Chris Fluke, not Cliss Fruke. Cliss Fruke. <laughs> uh, he's from Fruke. Chris Fluke at Statler15. Uh, how do you stay interested in a team with minimal talent? No rudder, no captain, and a coach that's likely gone after the season who has run off most of the talent they did have. Hashtag asking for a friend. 
Do you guys want to answer this first? Because I have a great, I have an answer for this, and we'll just end it on my answer. I look, I look at it this way. Um, I look at the future. <laughs> I tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, what what we're watching right now is a lot of a lot of young guys, a lot of Cleveland monsters that a lot of fans have been wanting to see on the ice, and we're seeing them get their kind of their freedom, their their ability to go out on the ice and do their thing. So I, I, I appreciate that knowing that we're not going to the playoffs. I understand that. Um, but knowing that what the potential we have moving forward in the off season with cap space, draft picks, a tradeability, tradeability, I, I just kind of, you know, come out of that from that aspect of it. Yeah. I got nothing to it. I just want to hear what you have to say, Kyle. Yeah, man. So here's the thing about this team, uh, Chris, and I've never heard of you before. I think you're new to this, which is fine. Uh, glad to have you here. Thanks for asking the question. We we have I've grown up with this team. A uh, lot of people that follow us, that listen to us, and that and that are here with us have grown up with this team. It's like a family to us, and not just the players that are here. The team in general, because we've been through GMs, we've been through coaches, we've been through players, and that's how it works with professional teams. You learn to love the teams as they are, and you love to you love to learn you learn to love the teams with the guys that come in and out. You do. It, it it is it just is what it is, and we love this team because it's it is ingrained into the city that we love that we grew up in. It is ingrained into the mindset of the fans that we have become friends with. And it's just part of a lifestyle. It, it really is. I mean, it's like being a fan of Ohio State football, it, for example. Coaches come, coaches go. Clearly players come, <laughs> players go. Holy shit, Domi and Connor Murphy are going at it right now as, we're, as I'm talking about this. Wow. The ref is. Oh That's yeah. why we love what we love. Unbelievable. Because we got Max Domi is going to be fights. here. Yeah. So, anyways, Columbus is just. Connor a Murphy has an A. Yeah. He's a really. He's a second year guy. Rookie. Holy shit! He has an assistant. Yeah. He's uh, from Columbus. Anyways, he already has an we, A on Chicago's We team. love That's this insane. team. The team, not not a specific player. Not a specific coach, not a specific GM. We love going to the arena. The memories we've made in this arena with the people that we've met here is is just it's un, it's irreplaceable, in my opinion. One hundred percent. The the team the the players are going to be replaced. Cam Atkinson's going to go sometime, and we're going to have a replacement for him. It is, and you just have to find that mindset, and you have to get excited for next year because there's we have picks coming up. We have new players coming in. You have to get excited for what's coming. Yes, I understand this year kind of sucks. I, I understand that a lot of fans, uh, I put quotations around that, have, have checked out um, for no reason. This is still an exciting sport. It's still an exciting team. They're still playing exciting other teams. If you check in, you're going to love it just like we do. If Damn you right. check in and stay checked in and you love this team, you love the city, you're going to love that. This is the one, this and the crew, I love the crew, are are the two only professional sports teams in in central Ohio and we fucking love them no matter what. It's unconditional. That's how. 
We can watch them, root Read for them, it. no matter what, because it's unconditional. Retweet. That's all I got. Retweet it. Love this fucking team. You exceeded 160 characters. No matter what, I love this fucking team. I'm going to love this team. I don't care who the coach is. We we wear the Blue Jackets crest. We wear we wear the logo because it's Blue Jackets, not because it's the Columbus John Tortorellas or the Columbus Yarmos. <laughs> I would still buy that jersey though because it's the Columbus Blue Jackets, not yes. the Columbus Felinos or the Columbus Joneses. The Columbus Blue Jackets, and that's why we love this team. That's how we stay interested. It's our team, man. It's our team. I love it. Well, well, I got. well spoken, Kyle. Good job. Because we care. Thanks. Because we care. All right, that, that's it. That's uh, we're just gonna end it right there. There's no, there's no reason to proceed. I don't think. No. If you love this team, listen to this podcast like we do. If I you, listen to this podcast. I don't think you guys do anymore. I listen to this podcast. I listen so to the first like thirty minutes, and then I stop listening. I'm just so famous. I just kind of <laughs> don't have the time. I, I yeah. get it. Listen, if you love this podcast, love what we do here, love everything about it, why is Chicago on a power play for five minutes? Because minutes? Domi committed like a hooking, a cross-checking, <laughs> and a misconduct Jesus for fighting Christ. a guy that didn't want to But if you love this podcast him, and you love us, you should probably support our support. Sponsors. Hey, listen, guys. Support the people that support us. We have some great sponsors. High Bank Distillery, phenomenal sponsor over there in Grandview on Goodell Boulevard. Down the street from good uh, from Grandview Yard, phenomenal alcohol, phenomenal liquor, great food, and I'm not just saying that is they have a phenomenal kitchen Fantastic in there. Fantastic food, yeah. Great patio. Bring your dog. Hang out. It's just a great vibe at High Bank Distillery. They always have a wait. Get there early. Make your reservation. Yeah, go to High Bank Co. Make a reservation. I mean, if highbankco.com, you can take uh, you know go online, make a reservation. Uh, also, it's patio season now. The weather's been pretty dope lately. That's right. Uh, take 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 your pups this on the rain pat. can fuck off. Well, the rain, yeah, it can go away. But yeah, <laughs> take your dogs. They encourage dogs on the patio, which you love to see for a local establishment. Uh, highbankco.com for more details check them out and if you're there you know take a couple bottles home they distill all their own spirits right there in the house it's it's not just like it's top shelf stuff that they distill oh, yeah. there it's not just like hey take your bottle oh, yeah. home no, I, you're there. So for instance today I went to a liquor store and I was roaming the roaming the aisle way and I saw High Bank Distillery on the top, top shelf, shelf stuff of the yeah, liquor absolutely. store absolutely what you love to see. We love our sponsor, love High Bank Distillery. It. We love those guys. Absolutely. Support those support them. Go eat their food. That's a great date spot. Go take take a girl there, take a guy there, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Uh also check out JenningsJava.com. Jennings Java. Best coffee makers in in the city. And it's not close. Um I've said on recent podcasts that I didn't think they had a storefront. I was wrong. They do have a storefront. Over there on North Front Street, just Google uh, Jennings Java, you're gonna take you right there. They've got great coffee there. I they'll, told you that. Yeah, they'll 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 grind it up for you right in front of you. Oh, yeah, it's, I drink it every day. I drink it every single day at work. It gets me going. Great, great coffee. JenningsJava.com. Go buy their coffee. Also, we have our own merch shop. TheArtillery.com. Got t-shirts. It's now t-shirt season. T-shirt time. We're still doing that. Oh gosh, Jersey Shore. I know. We're still doing that. Yeah. Always. T-shirt time. T-shirt still time. selling. Okay. We're still selling T-shirt shirts. time. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Cabs are here. Eh. Is that I'm, what they did? I'm, GT, eh. I'm GTF. GTL. <laughs> GTL. I'm 
Jim Tam laundry. I maybe saw Meatball. like three total episodes ever of Jersey Shore. I've I watched never finished every season episode. twice. There's, it's so dumb. It's so show. awful. Anyways, buy our t-shirt. Shopfairtoy.com. We're done. Okay, bye. I watched two episodes and then watched We're done, bye. Stop We're talking. done, bye. Stop talking. We're done. Listen, listen, guys. Just to end it up, just to, just to, we're going to finish it right here. Again, we're just here to talk shit. We love this team. You should love this team. This team sucks. But we still love them. It's going to get better. Stick with us. We're going to do it. We're going to do the thing. Do the thing. Just relax. Yes. It's going to be okay. What are you... We're done. We're done. This is it. Spay and neuter my toe. No. Sores? All right, we're checking the microphones. It just seems really loud right now. Let me just turn this down. Yeah, it's you. It's not me. I feel good. Must be Skyline time. Feeling good. I had Skyline last week, and my butthole hated me later. That sounds awful. Skyline is trash. Skyline is my friend. It's horrible. You have a lot of trashy friends, though. Oh, I'm from Lancaster. Skyline is so good. I love Skyline on my Sketty. Why are you so yeah. loud? It's Jesus Criminy. What's what good about Skyline? You? The chili. The chili is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, the wieners. Because we. The wieners are nice and small, and it reminds it's all me about, of. It's all about me. what you like, Warren. Just because you're That's a fucking weirdo and don't like Skyline doesn't mean. Whatever. No, I like, do you like, like Gold Star? No, I don't weirdo. like any, there's Chili is not supposed to be sweet. Chili is supposed to be whatever you want it to be, and it There's tastes all amazing. kinds of different chili, yeah. Don't yeah, tell chili what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I am, though. Fuck chili lives matter, bro. I'm a chili god. My grandma makes the best chili. And it doesn't put any sweet. cinnamon Everyone's in it. grandma makes the best chili, Kyle, okay? I'm pretty sure my grandma doesn't. My grandma know. is dead. She's been dead for a long, long time. <laughs> and she makes the best chili. R.I.P. Nope, she can't anymore. R.I.P. Doris. Not with that attitude. Damn. Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think everyone's levels look fine. I think everyone's very concerned about who we are. Swag. Oh.